Okay, welcome to uh, a new podcast. Don't really have a name for it, but my name is Doug. Um, oh, okay. And I'm here with... Uh, Should I be someone else? <laughs> Rico. Rico. <laughs> um, uh, me, Rico, the guy that... Remember when my mom named me Rico? And everyone's like, that's a good idea. <laughs> that's me. Yeah, I mean, it's like text or, text or Rex or something like that. But uh, yeah, Rico. Yeah. Um, Rico. That makes me think of Starship Troopers, speaking of movies. And that's what we're going to be talking oh, about yeah. today. Look at that segue. Bugs. Bro. Bugs. Yeah. Uh, that's such a great movie. Anyway, uh, I don't really have a name for this uh, podcast, so what do you want to call it? Movie Chums? Um, flick oh, yeah. Pals? Flick Pals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. Flick Pals. Is... Uh, anyway, you guys uh, may have known me from my other podcasts, uh, Ashamed of Thrones, cover Game of Thrones, and The Shameful Dead. We talk about... Uh, the Walking Dead TV show, and we shut all over it, and we're gonna do the same thing with movies. <laughs> but you might not know, uh, Rico. Uh, Rico, uh, where would our fr- uh our listener singular know you from? Yes, uh, my other podcast actually, I can say everyone has like three podcasts nowadays, right? Yeah, it's uh, the thing to mine do. is Smoking Hot Nerds, where we talk about movies as well. Oh Jesus! Okay, have you talked about uh the movie we're gonna talk about today on that podcast? No. Oh, great. There so, has been no overlap. Yeah. Maybe, perhaps, uh, Alien Covenant, but I doubt it. How so, does the yeah, format of that show work? So, in case anybody wants to check it out. So, that one, um, there's we really just kind of launch in and go at it. There's yeah, so three of us. Discussion? Is it is it you stick to mm-hmm. like one movie or you guys talking about whatever? Yeah, we try and, and stick to one movie. Sometimes, though, it's just kind of a mixed bag of whatever yeah. or a couple movies. And we don't do it terribly often. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. I do it for fun. That's, um, I'm doing this to get rich. That's right. And possibly famous. Mo- mostly rich. You, can, uh, <laughs> yeah. you can't just, eat fame. Mm-hmm. Um, but, okay, so that's one. What's the other ones? Uh, Kylo's Corner, my oh. new venture, where Kylo Ren uh, reviews rom-coms. Yes, I saw Is I saw the uh, the first cut. Um is that is that out yet? Uh, yes, that is up on YouTube. If you search Kylo Ren reviews Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> then you will get it. It's uh, yeah, the first Jesus. crack at it. <laughs> Did you actually have to go see Beauty and the Beast? Well, yeah, that was oh. the caveat. I had the idea that I was like, oh, so now oh, I actually have to watch rom-coms left and right. <laughs> this will be a great idea. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, wait, I except for the homework. Mistake. Crap. Yeah, so at some point, like Love Actually, probably if they do are doing a sequel, I'll have to do a back to back Love Actually. What is it called? Like fest. a divorce? <laughs> yeah. Actually, what's divorce the... blows? Believe it or not, yeah. What's the what's, the, what's the sequel going to be? Is there really a sequel coming out? I heard that there was maybe going to be one. Yeah, but who knows? Yeah, who knows? All right, and then uh, the third one. Third one. Let me think here. I don't think I have anything else. I thought you said you had three podcasts. I was just saying things. Yeah, oh no, yeah. You say, you know, I have a plethora, and then somebody's yeah, like, well, how many is a plethora? And you're like, I don't know. I don't know. Two? I don't know what that word means. Yeah. 2.5. Okay, so let's talk about, so the movie we're going to be talking about today is Prometheus, and the reason we're doing so is uh, because Alien Covenant is coming out uh, less than two weeks away. Now, I just found out that that, these, I mean, if you had any... 
um, maybe reservations uh, that the U.S. is not number one anymore, well, uh, get ready to throw that shit out the window because it <laughs> opens internationally this fucking Friday, which is what, the 12th or something? E- right. Yeah. yeah so, Somewhere in there. So it's going to open up. And we get up, the 19th. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. There's no God right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there you go. Elizabeth Shaw, your God is dead. Yep. America's number 12. 12 or at least. Uh, at least seven days behind, uh, I don't know, Britain. Uh, yeah. But so that's, that's a little annoying, and I've already seen... At least five reviews. hours behind. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, sure enough. But uh, mm. I have seen uh, the world premiere already happen, and we're already getting reviews for the movie, and they've been mixed, I've seen. Have you seen the same? Uh, I did a tinge of looking. Um, I, I did look on Rotten Tomatoes just very lightly. Uh, yeah, it seemed more than not it was doing okay, with like 40 reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, it was like in the 70s. Yeah. Like 78, which I kind of Yeah, am I mean, well, surprised that it's that high. That's the thing. <laughs> uh I mean, no, but in all seriousness, horror movies and comedies uh traditionally don't get universal pl- praise in any context, right? Right. Unless it's something, you know, crazy that you know, they talk about something breaking like a horror movie about uh I don't know, let's say transgender internet uh emoticons uh that are in the rust belt i don't know i'm just trying to bring up topical something something timely that will really hit people in the heart uh, and then wide range of people yeah Yeah. and then they'll forget about it maybe uh when it's not so topical next year but uh yeah so so i guess 70s is pretty good for a movie i'm kind of excited and i gotta say uh i think the last trailer that came out kind of made me excited the first one i was just like oh no this just seems like more prometheus uh, right. Or yeah, the, I'm trying to think of the first one I saw, what the heck it even was. Um, I don't remember. I just remember I, I thought it was, a. I I just thought it was, it didn't have a great, uh, exciting tone like this, the newest uh, trailer did. Yeah. This one, or maybe, cause one of the first things I saw was, um, where everyone's around the table and it's like called the family table. I can't oh, remember yeah, what they yeah. called it. And it's Last kind of a supper. long scene. Last Supper. There you go. And um, what a metaphor there, uh, huh? Jesus, the, yeah, the <laughs> amount of like biblical references is just, it's tedious. Um, yeah. <laughs> but let's, let's, take a, let's take a step back. Uh, we'll ask your opinions about Prometheus, the movie we're going to talk about. But uh, first, I wanted to say that I remember talking to you about it, how much we love the film Aliens. And I'll give you my mm-hmm. backstory real quick. Um, it, I went to go see it in the theater with my parents when I was like seven. So it came out yeah. in like 86 and my parents didn't let me see rated R movies, but they're like, you have to see this. My parents took me to that, um, Lord of the Flies and Terminator 2. So that's two James Cameron films that I saw, you know, under the age of like 11 or 12. Um, right. cause my parents were like, no, you need to see this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you okay we're doing this well that's funny i didn't realize or maybe i did that you went in the theater when it first came out because i did the same and i was six yeah well, and that was who took my you? brother awesome my brother who was 10 years older just really wanted to take his brother to these things and of course i was way underage like same thing robocop he was like oh jesus what are you seven yes robocop Mom, let him watch robocop you know so my it was my brother and my dad took me to aliens and of course, I'm like the one thing I remember 
um, like the Sulaco arriving to the planet and a couple other glimpses. I remember making my dad take me to take a leak. Oh, Jesus. And he was like, ugh, yeah, fine. So I remember the first chest burster scene that I was ever exposed to was that woman uh, when they were near the cooling oh, yeah. towers and the first shootout mm-hmm. happens and she's like, please, uh, kill me. And I was like, what the fuck? Convulsions. <laughs> and then uh, that happened and I was like, oh my God. Oh, uh, lordy. But I remember it scaring the shit out of me as a kid, but still having the cathartic. I mean, it's such a great movie. Like when she yeah. goes back and she's the standoff with the alien queen and the queen mm-hmm. chases. It's just, it's, I think it's, uh, obviously I'm biased because it was one of the first movies. I, it made a huge impression on me at a young age, but I think it's a perfect right. movie or as close as you're going to get. It's pretty close, especially for a sequel. Um, right. Because I watched it in one of the theaters here that plays old movies at the Coolidge. Oh, yeah. You told uh, me they had an original print. Years it was back. Dark as shit. And they had an old scratchy print. And at first I was bummed. I was like, oh, man, it's just an old crappy print. This isn't going to be the director's cut. You know, I was being like a weenie. And then we watched it and it was freaking amazing. Yeah. And, I, and it felt like I was watching it for the first time after seeing it a zillion times as a kid. Yeah. Uh, I was, I, yeah. And I said, you know what? That movie, the theatrical version of that movie is a wonderful roller coaster ride. It's great. That's the thing. Uh, I, uh, I love both versions. I love the director's cut and I love the theatrical version and the theatrical version just had, it's just a tighter movie. The pacing is so much quicker. I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, but like, uh, like the first movie too, there was a lot of buildup. I remember watching it. Oh, there's um, a ton of tension. Yeah. yeah just slow. When they wind. when they first enter, uh, what is it? Uh, Harper's Ferry. What's the name of the colony? <laughs> Hadley's Hope. Hadley's Hope or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so they, they go in and it's slow, methodical, and they're, you know, it, mm. it was tense as fuck. I remember. Because you're you know, expecting something to happen yeah. and it keeps not happening. Yeah. But they're all on edge. Yeah. Well, at first they're like, oh, whatever, Ripley. Okay, we'll go take care of your little insect buddies. You yeah. Know? And then, but yeah, the, the way he played that tension up. And then once and, it starts, it's it just keeps going. It's great. Right. It just builds. It, it's like, and <laughs> remember, I think Gail Ann Hurd was talking. She was in the theater, and at some point, she she was Who's in with Gail audiences. She is the uh, she was former wife of James Cameron. She's the producer at that time. Oh wow. Oh, yeah. she she produces Walking Dead. Oh, interesting! Look at that! You. Look at that yeah. connection to the other podcast. So there Thank you, you go. That. Boom! You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a flicking well, brother. What she... Whatever we are. <laughs> fl- fl- flicking boys. Um, Jesus. So, um, but yeah. her thing was she's sitting next to a couple, and and the the female was like. I think this is during the second attack when every, when the lights are red and yeah. it's the slow other slow build up mm-hmm. and she's like she's holding on to her armrest and like she's like shaking it and pretty soon she tears the armrest off as the action starts and nice. she starts like pounding her leg with it. Oh my god. <laughs> and and Gail Ann Hurd was like, "Okay, I guess this freaking movie works." That's great. Yeah. Mm. Uh so I you know, and it was my first exposure to Space Marines, which seems to proliferate everywhere now. I mean, from like, right. I can't, I, I hated the Halo games because I was like, that's, well, that was that's all Cameron. Yeah. This is all Cameron. Right. This is, and then, mm-hmm. you know, you know, when Avatar comes out and people are like, ah, oh, it's just like Halo. I was like, you motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> and I'm sure there was Space Marines before this, maybe in like, you know, comic books and, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, novels and sci-fi novels, but I think it's the mm-hmm. first time I saw it. And it's just badass. I mean, future right. soldiers. I mean, uh, you know, 
the Universal Soldier didn't have. do such a good job with it. <laughs> right. Yeah, you watch that movie and you're like, all right. And it's like, okay, it's just some dudes and fatigues. Yeah, and they weren't uh, shooting lasers or anything like in Star Wars. So like that, yeah. like just like the first one, it had this gritty realism to it. Like mm-hmm. it was the future, but it, what things weren't all perfect. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it was messy. It was dirty. Yeah. Yeah, it took... It took what Alien did from Star Wars, which said we can have right. a what lived in or used right. universe space and yeah, took it to that next level. And yeah, aliens and James Cameron talks about he really tried to to as much as he felt he should kind of adopt the uh, Ridley Scott way of making a film or making it look like it's in the same universe. Yeah. And that's very appreciative. You know, it's like, thank you. Especially when, when you, you consider tries. like uh, where regardless what you can say about like the third movie or regeneration, I think is the biggest departure from like style. Um, there's uh-huh. a lot of light, uh, uh, you know, stylistically it didn't feel like an aliens right. movie at all. Yeah. When Which you have is- directors that want to put their own stamp on it and you're like, eh, but it's part of a franchise. Right. And that's- exactly. And I mean, mm-hmm. and these are all great directors. I mean, it's, you had Ridley Scott, you had James Cameron, mm-hmm. you got, uh, and you have Fincher, Fincher the, the Facebook guy. His first movie. Yeah, that was his first movie. He had done only um, music videos, I think, up till then. Yeah, and then fucking Joss, Joss Whedon, uh, you know, Mr. Or Avengers he, himself, right? Whedon wrote, wrote it. the fourth That's right. one. Who directed it? And that some show? French guy directed it. I can't remember. No, uh, yeah. Well, at least, you know, uh, okay, that just go there There goes. So this is going to be an uninformed podcast, just like all of my other podcasts that I do. Uh, we're mm. just normal guys. We're not going to take the time <laughs> to read too much about this shit. Yeah, exactly. I have a lot of memory <laughs> built up, but uh, yeah, real not, details, no. Nah. No, nah, we're not getting paid for this shit, so uh, yeah. yeah, this is us all fun. But let's take a step back now. Uh, after I saw the, first, the second movie, I went back and watched the first one, and I still had an appreciation mm. for it. I still loved it. Um, right. And I, I think it has to do with... Just the concept of the creature itself. Uh, so let's start there. You got it's it's humanoid. Uh, it's it's a story about rape. Uh, there's no question mm-hmm. about it. You yep. know, mm-hmm. uh, a vagina yep. violation <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yep, you get uh, throat <laughs> raped by a, an alien that attaches itself to his fa- your face with what looks like fingers and knuckles. So you're right. being forcibly raped, and mm-hmm. you know happens to a man. Uh, he gives birth to a a child that doesn't want, yeah, and it kills him. <laughs> Unwanted pregnancy. <laughs> it's um, it's so fucked. And it crushes up. his heart. It just crushes. Yeah, his yeah heart. it's heartbreaking. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> let's call it the heartbreaker. Mm, I think chest chest exploder would be better. Chest but, blaster. Uh, chest blaster. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's uh, I think the creature is it's so. You know, it's humanoid, but we've seen a million different other humanoid aliens before. Yeah. But it's mm-hmm. different enough that it seemed like a believable creature. And they thought about the, I don't know if it was Ridley Scott, and I feel like James Cameron uh, fleshed it out with the alien queen, but how it it seemed to, they thought about, you know, its life cycle, what what, hap- what it does to reproduce, right. uh, you know, mm-hmm. it seemed like a, a fleshed out creature or character. Um, I right. don't know. Yeah, that's true, and I don't know, and I'm sure I'm wrong, again, being uninformed here, but uh, to have a monster, usually if there's going to be a monster in cinema, it's just got one form. Here it is, boom. It's, yeah. what I guess, the werewolf, there's a transformation aspect. Right. 
but this to have uh, a life cycle like it had is was I think marvelous and very unexpected, especially how fast that life cycle moves. Oh yeah. So for people going, oh, Kane, he had a thing on his face with a vagina yeah. and a tube sticking down his throat. Well, he's fine now. Okay, whatever. So, so yeah, so we have the rape theme. We have the maternal theme um, that we get a lot, and mm-hmm. uh, we also have this disease uh, theme that's definitely played up a lot more in this uh, Prometheus and what looks like what's going to be an alien covenant, how it's a mm-hmm. pathogen. It's something that spreads and, you know, like a virus and you can't, you have to quarantine. They say the word quarantine and I think every goddamn alien movie. Um, sure. So, you know, you know, usually don't get quarantined after a rape or you don't get the rape germs from the person that was, that got raped. So I guess they don't have right. that. Cor- so I think they're somewhat different, but <laughs> I'm just trying to figure I'm out. I'm no doctor. <laughs> I'm no doctor, but uh, yeah, you don't. I I don't think they put rape victims into cryo. Yeah, I know. That's you, all I know. Obviously, you can get an STD. You can get pregnant. I mean, rape is obviously horrible. We we acknowledge yes. that. We're this is uh, gallows humor. Um, but I, I'm just trying to understand why the alien creature is so fascinating slash terrifying. Well, I think it is, and it is um, in design through Giger. H.R. Uh, Giger, who did at least the main creature, he I, he probably did the the face hugger design as well. Um, but yeah. but he was very sexual in all of his designs. There's kind of essentially penises and vaginas <laughs> mixed into everything, and there's a very uh, hate the word it's overused, but organic look to this thing. Yeah, it, it it has so so there's some weird twisted familiarity when you look at the things, and even I think Veronica Cartwright, who's the other woman in the first movie oh yeah uh she remarked like she got on set to some of the the sculptures and things i think maybe the space jockey and she just like laughed she's like look it's giant penises and stuff look at this this is great (laughs) um (laughs) she was the one that famously uh didn't know i i don't think any of the cast yeah they didn't tell her was gonna happen but she was the one that had the biggest reaction to it yeah, yeah, she was the one and was kind of like the most like, oh, screw you guys afterwards um, in a fun way. But yeah, they didn't tell her at least that there was going to be like blood shooting out. I think they knew something was going to happen, but the details <laughs> were Jesus. left out. You can't get away with that, I imagine, today in movie making. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. Like the actors no would quit or there'd be a lawsuit or some shit. Yeah, I'm sure the, the guild cracked down. Yeah. Goddamn unions, that's what we need to destroy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, unions. What have you given anybody besides weekends yeah all right um but uh yeah i I, let's uh so oh oh, one thing i did want to mention when you pointed out the that you know giger did it uh in the documentary i thought it was fascinating and it was a really smart move and i don't know if it was uh really scott who chose this or the producers but they intentionally had two different art and set designers work on the movie like normally you just have so one alien di- yeah alien Prometheus. the original okay. one yeah so they had one guy design all the human you know habitations oh, and all that right and they had mm-hmm. giger do the space jockey the alien world so like it is two people's different like it's the the contrast i think is that's more drastic true. because uh-huh. you know there's a million different uh intangibles you know, you mm-hmm. if you were the same guy and you could, yeah, you could make two different worlds. I'll make a, you know, a, you know, you know the 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 whatever person world, and I'll make the alien world, and I'll make them different enough. Uh-huh. But I might use, right. you know, I'd have the same concept of light or in shadows or uh, or uh, you know symmetry. I don't know. Some some things right. might mm-hmm. come across. So I think it's really great that they uh, split it up like that because it feels yeah. 
It feels alien. Right. And even the the human thing, the ship, um, the the spacesuits, there was so much about uh, some of those designs that, that were in their own way very alien, but familiar, where you go, okay, sure. It's like some old greasy truck, a bunch of oh, old yeah. space truckers here. And I think it was <clears> that <throat> one guy, uh, Henry Dean Stanton, that really, you know, he, he made it feel, because he was just sweaty and dirty yeah. and he was drunk all the time he just it just made you feel like oh man this yeah these just these are long haul truckers if long haul truckers crammed you know six people into the cab of a truck when they went across right. the country or something and we're hauling millions of tons of ore is that what it was the galaxy or, i think that's what it was yeah all right so uh i don't want to go into how uh we much we liked or found things to appreciate in the third and the fourth movie. And I don't even want to even acknowledge the alien versus predator franchise because <laughs> it's such a great concept. You're like, how could they fuck it up? And they, oh, oh, man. they find a way that first one, there was a pyramid and I said, you know what? It's not a terrible idea. And they, uh, yeah, yeah, they farted all over it. But I mean, and you know, I understand that, you know, if you're going to have aliens on, on the, on the earth and they don't take over the world, uh, it's gotta be somewhere remote, kind of like the thing. And sure enough, mm-hmm. you know, it's in the Arctic or whatever. And the second one was just, just retarded. I uh, don't mean that to offend anybody. Uh, yeah. Uh, corky, a corky Sherwood forest. If you uh, no. What but, was that uh, show? Uh, that anyways. was uh, Facts of Life. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the eight of us. Uh, All right. So, yeah. Uh, if you're okay with skipping over those movies. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay, so let's talk about Prometheus. I remember when it came out, uh, I remember a long time ago them talking about a space jockey movie, uh, uh-huh. and that was, I guess there was a whole other script that was before this and has nothing to do with uh, Prometheus. Because mm. uh, he had talked, I know he had talked about this, I feel like I was reading this in, in sci-fi magazines like years and years ago yeah, that Ridley absolutely. Scott was like, I'm interested in figuring out where the stuff came from. What about that space jockey dude? And he was, yeah. yeah. He, so he'd been talking about this for easily 15 years before, I feel. I, I um, feel the same, the same way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when it was acknowledged, you know, I had high hopes. I mean, it looks, it looked great in the trailers. I mean, the movie looks fantastic still. Like I watched oh, it the yeah. other day. It's just a gorgeous, well, well shot movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I like the space suits. They did a good job of making it seem like, you know, I mean, obviously it's more advanced. That's that's one problem that you see a lot. You know, people complained right. about Phantom Menace, like why are all the spaceships shiny and you know, you know, and then in the future it looks shittier when you get to New Hope. <laughs> right. So you're, you know, Alien is obviously in the future in this timeline, but then you think about it, you know, this is uh, Peter Whalen's ship, so mm-hmm. it's obviously going to be more yeah. advanced and. This, these There's people have money. a lot of money. Yeah, it's not some mm-hmm. you know blue collar slobs. So and also I feel and Star Wars is the same argument, and that's kind of right. why I was a little bummed about Episode Seven. Is is at some point you have to say, well, here we are, all these years later. Here's where effects are. Here's where design is. Right. We want to be fresh. Like, why would you kind of stalemate yourself and go? Right. Well, we're stuck with. We have to look old. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of problems with the the new Star Wars. You know. The, the franchise in general. I mean, I liked mm-hmm. uh, the the new one, The Force Awakens. Uh, mm-hmm. I gotta say, I'm not terribly excited for Last Jedi, but I don't want to go on this tangent just yet. Right. Um, <laughs> maybe at the end of the episode. But uh, yeah, so keeping it Prometheus, I don't remember too much of the hype leading up to it. I just realized it was an Aliens movie, and 
I was going to mm-hmm. go see, I was going to go see it regardless. So, right. And, and a promise of something different, which I think a lot of yeah. people maybe weren't excited about, but I was, I was like, okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Let's have Ridley Scott's going to return to sci-fi for the first time since Blade Runner or whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, was excited. Not that he had had a bunch of massive hits. I think before that, his last well, big hit was Gladiator. So it'd been yeah. a while. And I, or, it'd been a while. Yeah. Uh, but Black Hawk Down. Yeah, Black Hawk Down. Yeah. But I, I want to say he made a string of movies that were just pretty good. Like where was that one about mm-hmm. the Crusades? I can't remember what that oh, movie was. Gates, uh, Heaven, something of Heaven. Yeah, Kingdom of Heaven. I Kingdom think. of Heaven. And that was pretty good. But it just wasn't. Mm-hmm. It yeah. wasn't a great movie. And I remember there was at least one other one. Uh, there's a robin hood that's what it was the robin hood movie and i was yeah. like this is all right right uh so yeah, yeah i mean mediocrity when he had a slew of mediocre hits i'm like eh, i wasn't that terribly excited i mean now if james Cameron mm-hmm. was making another one obviously i'd flip my shit but uh right. he's going into that avatar k-hole uh it's still <laughs> they're gonna make 20 movies and they're gonna <laughs> yeah, keep getting 30, pushed back yeah. <laughs> when he's not trying to discover new things in the ocean yeah, then, bottom then of the ocean jesus christ gr- gradually work on him yeah. you get mad at harrison ford for flying a plane but fucking cameron's going down to the bottom of the ocean <laughs> to Jesus. the mariana trench yeah. yeah fuck uh but yeah so so i wasn't terribly excited and but i saw it with a group of friends i don't think you because i was living in the same town as you when it came out and we went to the what's we went the furniture to buck place kickers. the bucket yeah yeah it? so i think i was there for that okay great uh, yeah i remember mm-hmm. in the car ride back um, you weren't in that car ride, but I remember everybody hated the movie and I was just like, it was all right. I was like, it kind of, it was interesting. You know, right. I, I didn't love it, but I was in the position to defend it because everybody hated it more than me. <laughs> You're like, well, okay. Did. Yeah. Screw you. Yeah. This is where I, I stand somewhere around here. My official ruling is I'm like definitely 40% pro-Metheus and 60% anti-Metheus. <laughs> that's yeah. very good. Very good. Were you working on that all day or have you had that in the- Oh, no. I, I always said that's an old joke from <laughs> from my old Prometheus days. Uh, <laughs> but I, I do genuinely, I think like for, probably for the same reasons as you, I really do love a percentage of it. Yeah. I, it's the the production design, the costumes, the the vehicles, the most of the set, you know, all that shit. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Okay, so let's um, let's get let's talk about how what we liked about it before we crap all over it. And I will say mm-hmm. my favorite just uh person, so that my biggest one of my biggest problems is the characters, but but Right. Fastbender fucking made that movie. Made that movie so much mm-hmm. more enjoyable like if he wasn't in the movie, goddamn, it would have been a fucking slog and it you know right. it would have been terrible so i loved him i loved his the interaction with holloway where he kills him and basically asks him permission <laughs> he's basically yeah. he has like uh you know what if you wanted to kill somebody to get your way would you do it and he's like yeah i'd kill somebody all right here you go i'm gonna kill you <laughs> what would you do anything and everything <laughs> he's like, okay okay here you go i thought that was a great so i i loved uh. his character throughout the whole movie uh he was great and when uh, when Shaw finds out that she's pregnant, oh, it's an unconventional fetus. <laughs> <laughs> and she, and I love because yeah, I just finished watching it tonight, literally like yeah. an hour, two hours ago, and and she's like, I want to see it, and he's like, I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, turns the monitor away. <laughs> he's so fucking calm. He's calm as a cucumber, and, and and that just made me as terrified as she was. 
Right. And then when she's just like, what is this thing yeah. up to? Oh my yeah. God. And and when uh <laughs> she gets the uh abortion, they call a cesarean section because the, the fetus lives, they didn't terminate it, although you yeah, know that's true. She thought she did. Uh that whole scene, even though it was, you know, a little bit hard to swallow when you take a step back, but in that moment I was I was just like, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Right. Yeah. Oh no, that's it's it's everything before and after that moment makes no sense. But no. when she's in that machine and like yes. typing away, gonna do it. That sequence of events the- is it was fucking great. <laughs> it was wonderful. Uh, yeah. I mean and, yeah. Uh, wonderful. So let's let's let that is the high watermark right there, right? Doesn't get better yeah. than that. Mm-hmm. Ah. <sighs> Okay, so let's talk about what we hated about the movie. You go first. Um, probably my overall um, is is just a missed opportunity <laughs> in general. What, do, um, what? I'll start to make there. the movie, or like what its, what it its was, purpose, or its goal, or how it was executed. This what? Yeah, I think some of the lofty ideas and and. Um, you know, kind of thoughts of who are these things? Where do we come from? Yada, yada, yada. It can all be very interesting. And, and there was, and some of the shots and I don't know, some of those main ideas I thought had a lot of potential and it's like the nitty gritty was just awful in the execution. The script didn't help at all. And the characters (sighs) were all rushed and bizarre and you didn't know why they were acting the way they were acting. And it was all weird. Mm-hmm. It's not like they were bad performances. It was just, it was like, hey, here's some words you're going to say, and it's not going to make sense, but sell it. I will argue that Holloway's character was a bad acting performance or a bad choice, uh, coupled with a bad script, because he was just yeah. wholly unlikable and unrelatable, <laughs> I feel. Like Scientist Bro was yeah, not like, the yeah, best exactly. character. Like, man, Harvard wasn't that hard. <laughs> <laughs> which i guess i'd look back again i'm like okay i guess he's just like digging in caves so like any bro i guess like could get and a degree and do that not that a bro couldn't expire to great things but i don't want to but when they re <laughs> the one, one part that was beyond the pale is they reanimate the severed head of mm, the mm-hmm. one of the engineers it comes back uh, to life looking around and they're like oh god stop it oh there's this series and he's just in the corner drinking and he goes Oh, this bullshit. And I'm like, He's what are you talking about? That's the moping. first signs of like uh, extraterrestrial life these people have ever seen. Yeah. That that is yeah, for that it's amazing because all those things happen. They go, they find this shit. They immediately once they're almost about to land, he immediately sees look straight lines. They immediately find yeah. the complex on this massive planet. You go, okay, whatever. I hate that shit, yeah. Maybe there's complexes all over that planet who knows well no but, there is because that's how the they get away is they go well to there's just pyramid. like uh there's just like three pyramids in a row though i think so uh, well, that's all part yeah. of the same complex yeah, could be. <laughs> regardless the multiplex. There's, more, there's more to discover somewhere <laughs> i don't know sure uh but there's that um so, of course, he's like, all right, let's just go. And this is an issue I have where he's just like, it's Christmas. I want to unwrap my present. And so they all just suit up. No one's talking about a plan. Yeah. No one's like, how are we going to go about this? The guys with their guns are like suiting up and, and Shaw's like, what are you doing? No weapons. They're like, okay, screw yeah. you. And then they just aren't there. And, the, like, and so you, the scientists You see what just, goes into like just us going to the moon. Like there's a lot of fucking yeah. planning. It just seems like yeah. 
hey, we're just going to go and, you know, we'll just make it up as we go. Because we'll- the problem, too, is like a lot of these people are going expecting to just see a rock with nothing on it. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think this is a problem I have with a lot of sequels where it just kind of assumes that the audience doesn't want there to be a real genuine uh, procedural actions happening yeah like oh we don't want to waste time with these people discovering something and then going oh my god there's something here yeah and what would they say it's like oh let's just get to it it's like no you have to take the time yeah to take the time plus you can violate these protocols with like oh no we have to act fast and you know you have that scene yeah, with you can uh, give it a reason but. Yeah, like, well, in the first movie where uh, Ripley's saying, uh, no, he's not coming in here, and then, you know, she gets overridden. Right. Stuff, stuff like that. But like they still have the call. conversation. Yeah. Right? The conversation happens. And this one, I feel like they're just like, nah, you don't need any of those conversations. The censors say it's breathable air. I'm going to take my, off my helmet. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, I, okay, so. It's it, great, babe. It's totally breathable, babe. Woo! Babe. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I can't wait to go back and tell the boys of Senior Frogs all about this. Uh, so I have a pro- You know, when they, they take off helmets in movies because obviously we have to see the character's face. I understand that. It's the reason why mm-hmm. in Game of Thrones, you know, all these knights aren't... Nobody's wearing a helmet. Uh, sure. But these spacesuits had incredibly clear yeah. visors. You could see the wonderfully person's entire designed. head. Like you lit up wonderfully. Lit up, yeah, they had <laughs> that's what you want when you're in a spacesuit. You don't need to see around you. You need light on your face. Yeah. <laughs> so other people well, can make see. sure we can see each other. Yeah. yeah. Uh but yeah, I mean I think uh, so there was really not that that big a reason to take off the I don't know. I, I and and it also it undermines the tension that you're trying to build. Right. Right. So it, it's saying and that's what they did when rushing into the pyramid. All yeah. of it undermines You're the right. threat that they should feel going, we don't know. First off, this shit exists. There's right. a goddamn pyramid where we none of us really actually thought we we're going to find anything. So, oh, my God, someone built something and it's not human. Right. Number one, that's a big freaking moment yeah. that they just they don't even touch. They should be taking pictures and all that shit. Like, people should right. be constantly fascinated. Like, even and, the, the most dim-witted of them should be like, oh, my God. Yeah, what do we do? And then you find out that one dude has his pups, that other douchey dude with the tattoos, scientist, and he's got these amazing things, which is something I loved, were the mapping little drones uh, that flew around. Yeah, that's terrific. That is absolutely So I'm like, you don't just send those in first and fucking map the thing and get a plan? You know, it's just logic kind of flies out the window. It takes a human to... Throw them up in the air. They could be set up with a uh, a rover or something. I don't know, but but you, yeah. uh, these are nitpicks. I think you're you're coming they to are. the you're, you're coming to the bigger point. They didn't have a buildup of tension. It seemed like right. once they got there, they got into the room, and David found the stuff. He get, he came. Back. All right, so let's do a little. I want to go through a little bit of synopsis of the movie and the plot, mm-hmm. and we'll uh, you know we'll uh, we'll take a we'll stop and whatever. But the whole movie starts with. What we know of is that we think ble- believed to be an engineer, even though mm-hmm. he didn't arrive in like a juggernaut. It was some <clears throat> other weird spaceship. He drinks mm-hmm. black goo. He yep. is obviously self-sacrifice and falls mm-hmm. apart, and his DNA splices apart and then reforms. So mm-hmm. obviously, we all interpret this to mean that he is creating life. Yep. Okay. Seeding the planet. He is a a um, cosmic gardener. Right. So that's all we know about this black goo is that it creates life. Now, we didn't see what kind of life that was, but we assumed it was Earth. 
Um, and we assume that, especially when we find out later that our DNA um, is close to theirs. So we mm-hmm. assume that even if it was an Earth, it was an Earth-like planet, whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so the black goo is good. Right. You go, this, okay, yeah, that it, the, it, it does bad things to the terrifying. person, but yeah. he got torn up. He didn't get changed. He just fell apart. Yeah. And, and, and his bits then could reform as life. And you go, okay, right. seems okay. like it's not malicious right, so much, exactly. that goo. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's a little, you know, scary. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Like, but, I yeah. don't want to drink it, but, yeah. you know. And then, uh, and then you get... It but cuts, goo good. Goo good. <laughs> the goo is good. Uh, so, yeah, then we get to uh, our, the scientist lady who's charming in their douchebag boyfriend, scientist mm-hmm. bro. Uh, they're digging around in the cave, and they find... Yeah, they're in Scotland. Yep, and... uh, Isle of Skye, whatever that is. And mm-hmm. uh, they they see a cave painting with uh, smaller figures around a larger figure pointing to a collection of stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is the ancient aliens thing. <laughs> right. I mean, you laugh, but it's exactly what it, it is. is. This is aliens. This is where, uh, yeah. We all smoke up and watch Ancient Aliens with uh, <laughs> we all dude. Do. It's the Vice show. Yeah. But, uh, and here's the thing is people got angry at... I remember one of our friends was very upset about uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, uh, the Indiana Jones movie, not because it was just a terrible, <laughs> terribly executed movie, <laughs> but because he's like, aliens don't belong in Indiana Jones. And I'm thinking, what are you talking... Like, uh, panspermia... <laughs> which is the process of life coming from one planet to another, like whatever oh, mm-hmm. we didn't, life didn't come from the earth. Uh, right. Did you know, acids or whatever right. didn't come from another yeah, rock. Yeah, exactly. So life came from above. This is the same thing that every religion talks about. So mm-hmm. I, I, even though I don't subscribe to um, it, it's just as plausible as anything else. Mm-hmm. Well, that movie, that was the thing of the times. That was picking up the Roswell. Oh, it's the 50s or whatever. Okay, right. now people are getting in a craze for aliens. So I guess it was kids. Yeah, I, I absolutely. Thought. But, uh, you know, the this movie uh, is definitely ancient aliens created us and, yeah. and whatever. <laughs> yeah, this is Ridley Scott's been getting high watching ancient aliens. And yep. went, I got it. <laughs> He's like, this is, the, this is where it came from. <laughs> This is um, it. Give me that asshole from Lost. I got something to write. Oh Jesus! So that's yeah, and that, I didn't I didn't go over, it, but Lindelof's. Uh, I I won't watch anything else he does. I I tried to watch the Leftovers, and it was the same way. It's all this great mystery yeah. that never pays off. It's a hell of a ride, but you wake up in the morning, and there won't even be money on the counter. He'll be gone. <laughs> he's gone. He's just gone. <laughs> he's taking the leftovers, and he's, <laughs> he's left you with nothing. He's like, I wanted to eat those those uh, cheese sticks for breakfast. Anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, so they see that this is yet another cave painting. They found cave paintings all around the country or the world, and they're right. pointing different to different cultures. This, yeah, yep. different cultures. They're pointing to the star system, and we cut to a spaceship. Everybody's in stasis, and they're flying along mm-hmm. uh, to to presumably find these uh, these creators, and they, you know, people mm-hmm. wake up. They ask what's going on. I don't understand. That's another thing. Nobody understood what was going on. I understand that they one guy's like, I'm here just for the money. But still, yeah. if you're gonna go on like I I assume years, decades right. long trip. It's a it's a two year trip one way. And not knowing, I guess I guess they're not planning to be on the planet for long, but that's at least four years. 
um, that you're in deep space where everything under the sun can go wrong. And yeah, right. And there's not even like a great cover story, even if it's like, okay, hey, remember how I told you we were going to come for this? Well, it's actually for this. You can just say we're going on a surveying mission of a, Mm -hmm. a far distant planet. Yeah, and looking then for people, an Earth-like planet. Right, and people, you could have just broke, drop it on and then say, oh, mm-hmm. we're not exactly surveying a dormant planet. And then people would be like, what? Like, you know, that, that would have been the enough. And that simple little change would have been fine. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, we get none of that. These people just, a lot of them don't know what the fuck they're there for. Uh, and then we get um, uh, scientist douche uh, dropping a hologram <laughs> and Peter Whalen, the guy who... Famously created the, well, I guess co-created Whalen Utani or right. Maybe he's Waylon. the Whalen part of yeah. Yeah, maybe Utani comes in him later. And Utani I get don't up. Know. Yep. Anyway, and it's it's Guy Pierce dressed as an old man. Now, <laughs> I immediately was angry. Oh, I, I immediately man. was angry because I was like. Wait a minute. Why not just cast an old man? <laughs> why did you get Christopher Plummer or something? Yeah, I yeah, mean Anthony right. Hopkins will do whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> He'll do anything. He's going to do money. Next year my birthday he's coming and going to yeah. do some yeah, some Shakespeare like, for me. I never received the check. <laughs> it's in the mail, bro. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um so fava <laughs> I can't go. I was going to go fava beans. I I can't take this joke anywhere. Um but anyway, so yeah. Guy Guy Ritchie <laughs> slash Guy Pierce is dressed Dead. as an old man, and it just looks, you know, uh, it, it, Johnny Knoxville Bizarro. pulls off. Of, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he looks bizarre. Yeah, they should have gotten Johnny Knoxville. Johnny yeah. Knoxville makes a better old a, man, more authentic, way better. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, he looks like a weirdo. Some people are trying to say that it's intentional, but the better, the best explanation, and yeah. I got this later, was that <clears throat> they did a lot of scenes with Waylon. Not a lot, but a few scenes with Waylon mm-hmm. younger creating Young the David Android, and I guess that mm-hmm. made it to the viral marketing campaign. But since yeah. it didn't make it into the movie, I'm incredibly <laughs> frustrated. I was like, you just yeah. should have cast a of all the effects that you're wanting me to buy into. I can buy that they're on a spaceship. I can buy their the alien, right? But what I can't buy is this guy. And I know who Guy Ritchie or Guy Pierce is. I mean, mm-hmm. I've seen him in Memento. Uh, you know, you should have gotten an unknown. I don't know, just a. It it really took me out of the movie. Well, even that, but it's like, you know, it would be okay if if Guy Pierce played young Wayland, but then there's an old guy playing old Wayland. Yeah, and especially that's totally when he's fine. supposed to be so ancient. No one would care. No, that's they totally would just fine. be happy that it wasn't Benjamin Button up there. You know? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> looking creepy yeah. as hell. Look at, yeah, just looking like a fucking monster. You know what he looked like? Uh oh God. Uh another Oh, I know what mo- you're gonna talk about. Another great go, movie from go. the eighties <laughs> with Dan Aykroyd. Oh this is no, where you're going? no, no! But that's oh. that's equally good. I was going with Kurt Russell. Oh yeah, yeah. David Chan from uh, Big Trouble mm-hmm. Little China. Big Trouble, sure. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Dan Aykroyd in Nothing But Trouble, and do not nothing watch but Nothing But Trouble. If you oh, can hear my, my voice, do not watch <laughs> Nothing But Trouble. It is nothing but trouble. It is yeah. it is nothing but a nightmare and it's not nothing a good but one. diarrhea for your eyeballs. Oh, God. It's the most it's <laughs> one of the most ears. disturbing movies I've ever seen in my life. But one of um Demi Moore's better performances. So check oh, it yeah. out for that. Yeah, sure, yeah. Please, yeah, <laughs> do that. I I go watch. I have a, what was I it? I tried to push tease? that entire movie. Oh, yeah. That was her yeah, best performance. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh yeah, so Waylon 
shows up in a form of a hologram says they're going to you know find out where they came from and i'm dead but you're gonna go continue on this mission yeah so uh, yeah so you're as a as a uh, viewer i'm also i'm just confused now i'm just like okay, what's going on and he's talking about prometheus and you know the god that gave fire to humanity big ideas and you're just like i want to see an alien kill people and maybe find out what where he came from i guess but um Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, a very stern, um, Charlize Theron, uh, mm-hmm. is in charge and you have, uh, an android and you know, is an android from the beginning. Right. Oh, and before this, before they wake up, the android played by Michael Fassbender is learning languages. He's playing basketball on a bicycle, which I thought was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. and he's watching Shaw, who is our protagonist dream. Um, and there's a couple things about this. It shows that he's fascinated with Shaw for some reason, and I don't know Mm -hmm. why. That never really comes out. Besides, she's maybe like just a nice person, and he's as if somehow he knew she was the one that was going to live. (laughs) Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. It's not really made clear why he's unless he just creeps on everyone and they just show him creeping on her. He's like, yeah, it's very possible. I, I, He's this, creeping on everybody. I creep on everybody. All the other people were watching. <laughs> Don't worry, girl. You're nothing special. <laughs> hentai, tentacle porn. <laughs> so I think I would have been fine with the whole dream crap, except that then they show like this fuzzy scene, yeah. and it's her dream. And I'm just like, why? I don't need to see a dream. Just imply that he somehow saw her goddamn dreams, yeah. and it can be magical. Yeah, and, and, and the and dream say, okay. really didn't do anything besides... Talk about belief um, yeah. and faith in a very he, vague, very way. vague. I'm trying to think about it. Is they, they, so it's we'll talk. I'll just describe the scene and then we'll talk about it real quick because I feel like it's it was meant to be important and more informative than it actually was. Right. <clears throat> so she Shaw is a little girl with her dad and they're British, vaguely UK, <laughs> and they're in <laughs> another country. <laughs> yeah, it's as vague as it gets. Uh, India issue-ish <laughs> somewhere somewhere yeah. in the Asian uh, continent. Um, yeah. So uh, they see a funeral procession go by, and she's like, "What are they doing?" And then he's like, "They believe that the body goes somewhere, or whatever." And she's like, "Well, why don't we believe that? Because you know, it's not our way. We choose to believe something else, or or something like that, or just how belief is more right. of a." Faith is a choice. They have a different God. Right. And, yeah, and have, more, yeah, more like this is what they believe. This is what we believe. Everybody can believe their own thing. So uh, it, it, so what you're left with, I think, is more uh, like faith being subjective rather than objective. Like right. there is no one true <laughs> God. I mean, you just mm-hmm. choose to believe in whatever you choose to believe in. Uh, that's right. what I Where'd got. Where'd you grow it. up? This is what you are. This right. is what you believe. Essentially tied in with learning that mummy died at a young age. Yes. Mom died. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I don't I don't know what this is supposed to mean besides, you know, you'll never know where you came from because it's a mystery, you know. Uh you never know what's gonna happen to you and it, like these are mysteries that are are never gonna be answered, so it's just up mm-hmm. to you to believe what you choose to believe. Right, because she even repeats that later. That's what I choose to believe. I don't. I don't see it. Uh, once again, it's just confusing. Uh, doesn't mm-hmm. make anything more crystalline. It, may, it actually muddies the waters more. 
Right. But anyway, she's got mommy problems. She's religious, and <laughs> fucking uh, the android is creeping on her more than other yeah. people. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, let's see. They get to the planet. They, like you dis- discussed, they find the the temple right away. They immediately find straight line. He sees the straight road. Lines. He's like straight line, straight line. It's like the Nazca lines. <laughs> Yeah, there yeah, there you go. There you go. Nice. Um <sighs> so yeah, they they land. Yep. They're like, "Okay, well, there's only a couple hours of sunlight left. Maybe you should wait till the morning." This is Idris Alba, the pilot, wonderful, wonderful guy. And uh and douchebag scientist is like, "Yo, bro, we're going. We <laughs> yep. gotta go. We're doing it now." And so they don't take any guns and they just rocket like 80 miles an hour slide sideways into yep. the into the pyramid Woo! practically just jump out roll in and just like sprint in you know no not a care in the world no feeling of wonder or excitement really they just pop in yeah that's the thing is they they should just be in awe and they're not they're just like uh, they're single minded mm-hmm. so what they discover is uh, what see i'm trying to think of the order of this yeah the because um, Fastbender just starts like poking around. Immediately. Yeah, immediately starts fidgeting with stuff. Because which him you get? Yeah, sure. He has no sense of wonder, so right. he would be faster than the humans. It's it's and funny so because he actually seems to project a sense of curiosity more so yeah. than anybody else. It's true. Yeah, it's very true. Um, but yeah. So what is it? Well, they find that hologram thing. He put he yeah. he, he taps on some. A uh, little keyboard on the wall. He yeah. finds a ladder or something. I don't know. He gets yeah. up high somehow. And he triggers and he's tapping a the thing, hologram. And he immediately triggers the hologram. Before he triggers the a, hologram, he's like, what is this goo? So now we have two types of oh, goo yeah. in this movie. Fuck right. you, Ridley Scott, for giving us two types of goo. <laughs> the goo that, that uh, is on the walls of this facility that David plays with he stretches apart. It kind of looks sticky, and it kind of looks like it has the mm. matrix in between it. You know, the series of like <laughs> yeah. ones and zeros or whatever weird symbols that yeah. go up and down. Binary code. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that, it like makes a weird little zzz. Yeah. So okay. it's like electro-organic go. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but it's alien different. Jizz. It's alien jizz. But it's mm. different from the black goo. Okay. Right. So what do we it see? It seems more the reminiscent of the uh, alien slime. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and and yeah. then that well, this is the the waters get really muddied here. Um, right. This you know, it's just more confusing. It's just like wait, uh, I seen I'm seeing similarities, <laughs> but I don't know if I'm meant to. Are these right. things the same thing? Are they different? I don't know. Uh, okay, so he triggers the hologram, and what do we see with this hologram? So we've got a bunch of uh, space jockeys. Um, the dudes in the weird skeleton suits running around. They've got their helmets, their weird, like, um, elephant-looking helmet thing on. Mm-hmm. And they're running down the hallway, and it freaks everyone out because they're like, what happened? What's going on? All the humans are freaked out. Um, and then one of them is straggling behind, having a hard time running. Like, he's the runt trying to catch up to yep. his older brothers. And and he's kind of stumbles and falls towards the door, and you see the hologram door close. And they're like, what? And so they walk up. The hologram ends. Kind of like some <laughs> some of the theatrical lighting in the in the in the building comes back up again. Yeah, exactly. Or, or they flash their lights, I guess maybe. Right, maybe. And you see, oh my gosh, that body is, is the there, yeah. and the head has been chopped off 
through the door. So that's the first like alien being they see, right? Yeah, the first time they've made contact with an alien species. Period. <sighs> to our to what we know, the movie yeah. hasn't told us that they don't know other aliens. So. Right. So here we are. Let's say kind of are like, oh, whoa. Yeah. Uh, it looks. <laughs> Did you see that, bro? <laughs> what, bro? <laughs> I'm not here for freaking dead aliens. I'm here to learn answers, babe. Uh, yeah, unimpressed. Uh, <laughs> I can't talk to this one. <laughs> I'm going to talk to him if it doesn't have a freaking head, babe. Um. So, yeah. So then they're like, okay, well, the, the head's presumably on the other side of this door. Um, meanwhile, David, David's just playing with shit, right? He's back finding some other thing to, to tap on. And he's like, oh, I think I can open the door. They're like, don't open the door. He's like, oh, oops, sorry. Yep. Sorry, I'm here to fuck with things. And, uh, and so the door opens. There's the head and a big kind of chamber. Yep. With uh, a big sculpture of what looks like kind of an engineer type head. Right. And a bunch of like vases, little containers. Right, are... which intentionally look exactly like eggs in an alien's lair. Right, like geometric eggs, exactly. Yes. Like a mix between an egg and a bowling pin. Right. Kind of ishy wishy. Um, kind of concentrically laid out mm-hmm. and standing up, but they're just there. Nothing weird about them. Um, yeah, they walk in, they look at this head, they date it to. 2,000 years old, which puts it right around the time of, oh, I don't know, Jesus. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <sighs> the religious stuff is just, it's just too much in this in this movie. <laughs> but uh, uh, one thing that I saw in one of the special features is that, so when they enter the room, they step on the ground and I guess there's earthworms living in there. There are worms, yeah. Mm-hmm. And in a deleted scene, the dumb biologist that gets his hand whatever bitten or broken Mm -hmm. his arm broken all that shit he they say that in this deleted scene he was the biologist and he was fascinated with the earthworms because this was the first living organic alien creature they've ever discovered so that should have been in the fucking movie i understand it might have messed with pacing (laughs) but that's a big that and that that almost almost doesn't excuse his behavior later but that at least kind of gives it a backstory i don't know Mm-hmm. So he's fast, you know, they don't show him fascinating, but there's... Was that initial, or was that when he... Had he already left when they got into the chamber? Uh, no, he went Cause... into the chamber first, and I think they all went to leave, um, and I think they wanted to go somewhere else, or they wanted to split... No, yeah, because wasn't those, there those like a... Those bailed. Yeah, they, they, they bailed, bailed because, the door opened. All right, so, okay, so, okay, so, and guys, forgive us. <laughs> Doing this from memory. No notes here. Uh, but yeah, after they're in that chamber, uh, they're like, hey, one of the we one of the probes might have found something. Um, so they send so some people go exploring. I no wait. I'm totally No, no, up. it's not that. Um so why so did, initially why did they get left behind? The tough dude with the tattoos, he sends up the mapping things. Those things are going, they're doing their job. And and they're about to want to investigate this dead body and and maybe get in behind this door. And that dude's like, I'm a geologist, screw you. I don't want to be here. And he has like this weird, all this attitude that you don't get why he's got attitude. Because yeah. it's like, well, that's why these other people are here to do this. Um and but he gets freaked out, which is a natural, 
you know, feeling. Okay, fine. And he takes the other dude, the biologist, with him. He's like, anyone else want to leave? Yeah. and Because these the, people are crazy. Let's talk about their weird fucking relationship right <laughs> off the bat. So, like, <laughs> this, the biologist and the geologist. Uh, it's just like the the cowboy and the rancher can't be friends in Oklahoma. It's, it's the same same thing. I don't know. <laughs> it's if, if it was on a the cowboy and the rancher in the Brokeback Mountain movie or something because there yeah, is sure. definitely this weird like like the geo the the biologist who's more of a nerdy guy uh mm-hmm. thinks the geologist is cool and introduces himself and he's like listen here man I'm not here to make friends and that mm-hmm. just makes the biologist love him even more. <laughs> More. Right. So, oh, hard to get. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So I think he thinks he's a cool guy and maybe just wants to be right. around him or hang out with him. And mm-hmm. I, it really is a weird, uh, flirtatious kind of like situation <laughs> where they're both scaredy cats, but the geologist mm-hmm. obviously, I guess, you know, putting on a braver face or acts tougher, but he's just as much of a weirdo. But I just read right. a synopsis and it says they were both originally <laughs> wanting to go, uh, they find a pile of bodies, I think, the... Mm-hmm. Yeah, though they Which find happens a, later. Yeah, later the they find a pile of yeah. bodies. But at, at first they're just freaked out and they're like, "We're going to go back to the ship." But instead mm-hmm. of going back to the ship, I guess they get lost. They get lost. How do you get lost? It's the one guy with the pups that is mapping the whole fucking place, and he gets yeah, right. lost. <laughs> and the other assholes can go can figure this out. I don't know. All right. Yeah, seemingly they went like they they come upon this place immediately. So it's just like they walked one direction real quick. Yeah. But whatever. The guys get lost. Sure. Sure, they get lost, and everybody starts to return to the ship, and there's a sandstorm, well, so, right? Well, so first, they're in the chamber room, the others, yep. Shaw and Holloway and and David. Oh, and, yeah. And um, David, of course, is immediately in there uh, wanting to touch these little um, containers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know they're looking around. They're seeing. They're putting their lights up. They're seeing murals on the wall. Yeah, looks like one kind of looks like um, one of the engineers with his like side torn open. And yeah, and then the, there's another the one. The murals that, were not crystal clear. I, I yeah. watched videos and stuff afterwards trying to explain it. In the in seeing the movie the first time, the only thing that was clear was there was a xenomorph kind of right like a statue, like a engraving in on the wall. The mm-hmm. murals I couldn't make out kind at of all. looking thing. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think another one is is an egg on the yeah. other side, and and you have to look at like production photos to see the sculpture. Yeah, exactly. You can't make it out in the film. And then one of the one of the murals had an engineer like uh, subjugating uh, like what seemed like an almost an alien type creature. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it was beneath him, and like he has his hand on his head, um, and that that I I didn't notice that at all. But it, it's really right. coming out in this new mural that they're using to promote the new movie, where it's the aliens oh, subjugating yeah. the the engineers. Have you seen that? Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're all they're face hugging everybody, and yeah, they're on top. <laughs> There's this face time. hugging happening. They're making yeah. out. It's, it's it's real embarrassing. <laughs> they're violating if you're an engineer, space. you should be ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I didn't notice any of that shit. But yeah, mm. you're right. David plays with uh, the black goo and notice that it's like dancing or something it's starting to well yeah first it's kind of like swirling up towards him yeah which is weird because in the future like it later on you see the the goo doesn't really interact with him because he's not biological right he's he's synthetic so so this stuff seems like what's also weird is he brings the vial back later this is jumping ahead and he opens it up and it seems well contained 
Because mm-hmm. right. in it's that not canister is four other like cylindrical kind of organic material containers that are that have yeah. the black stuff in it. So mm-hmm. how is the black goo getting out? I don't unless right. it's meant to and, start and leaking think, when a person comes around like an egg, if you want to continue the Yeah. And from what I was reading today and some people's thoughts, I think that makes sense. I think that's what it is. Is once the human stepped in that room, the it yeah, it got registered by those containers and the goo could sense them. And so it started coming up the top and draining down the sides. Well, then why was the one guy going the in there? The the engineer in the hologram. Why was he trying to get in there? Right, that's what, a good question. Did, was Unless it not he knew react that, to him? Well, or just that he he wanted to contain himself back in that room. Right, that he just was, was a looking safe to, spot or something. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Um... But yeah, the other guys ran ahead of him. So who knows? Yeah, yeah those mystery. other guys. They run into a room. Okay, where yeah, those no other guys door. got into the room, right? Mm-hmm. And so he barely gets they in. Left the room, right? Yeah, because somehow. there weren't a bunch of bodies. They found the head, but they didn't find the other dudes that were in that room beforehand. Yeah, and they didn't see the back door. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> who knows? I don't know. Yeah, just a lot of fucking like, what is going on here? <laughs> a lot Belden. of Damon Lindelof uh, retouching that script as oh, he Jesus. did, and going, I "How can I make this a little original. more confusing?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I need more so, loose ends. This page needs two more Jesus. loose ends. So yeah, each so, page. So yeah. okay, so they decide to go back to the ship. Uh, they have the head. David squirreled away a container, and, yep. and everybody goes back to the ship. There's a sandstorm. Uh, yeah, they, they have barely, to race. They have to run. Yeah, they have mm-hmm. to run. This it's not very. Comp- I, watching it again, I was bored. I was like, uh, <laughs> this is not very interesting. Uh, mm. And the two, uh, the two biologists, uh, geologists, uh, teammates, whatever they are, they're mm-hmm. left in the facility and they have to hunker down for the night, as it were. Right. <sighs> so back on Prometheus, uh, or yeah, it was Prometheus yeah, on the ship right? on the ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's weird because it wasn't a dropship. I'm trying to think. They don't normally have like a dropship that goes down to the planets, but I guess, you know. Well, the Marines did, yeah. And and also the Nostromo. There was a little ship right. that could, yeah. All right, so so they get back to the Prometheus. Um, they reincarnate the head. They put like electricity through it like fucking Frankenstein. Yeah. The head comes back to life and it freaks out. It's like, why am I alive? And, right. and it starts yeah, to disintegrate. Uh, yeah. And they they see stuff on the head. And he's first like, off, they get the helmet off, so they figure out immediately. Oh, yeah. David's like, "Oh, let me see here. I know how this pop, works." Pop. Yeah, takes the helmet I'll off, no problems. That. Yeah, yep. And uh, and they go, "Oh, there's this weird little growths, little black growths on his head. That's yep. weird. Let's reanimate him, a la Frankenstein." Yep. He starts reanimating, and he starts to turn like the black irritant starts to spread. So we get the feeling that it's very similar. To what happened to the the guy that we saw in the beginning of the film, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You go. Uh oh. This is bad. And he's the head's freaking out, and right. they're getting finally getting a sense of oh yeah. maybe we should stop. Whereas yeah. it was a good thing in the the beginning of the movie that the black goo yeah. was disintegrating yeah. your body, but here yeah, it's you're, bad. You're happy. 
but not not this time. Not this guy. It was a horrifying, <laughs> a little bit disturbing. And once again, yeah, we talked about Doctor <laughs> Douchebag in the corner being like, "Oh, I wanted to ask him what the winning lottery numbers were, or whatever the fuck he wanted." Uh, right? Yeah, yeah. What's yeah? He's in that chamber back then, and he's like, "It's just another tomb." Yeah. Near, 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 and the Charlie Brown music's playing, and he's kicking rocks. Yeah, and I'm like, what are you talking so about? Another tomb? It's the greatest tomb we've ever fucking found. <laughs> it makes the pyramids tomb. look like bullshit. This is yeah. Uh... <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he's just bummed. And so yeah, they're back. They're reanimating an alien head. Yeah, it's about to blow up, and he could look. He couldn't look. He couldn't give a shit. More less interested. Yeah. And uh, I, I hated this guy. I hated this guy. <laughs> I, if I meet him in real life, I'm sure he's a nice person. But god damn it, I, I want to punch him. The, like I would, I punch him in the face. It's nothing you can do. You can't. <laughs> He'd I like, know you're just an actor, dude, yeah. and I'm sure you're lovely, but I had to punch you. He knocked on the door. Uh, yeah, is this your dog? He ran away. He was about to get hit by a car. I saved his life. Oh, thank you. Smack! <laughs> That's for Prometheus. That's for Prometheus. And the guy's like, I wasn't in Prometheus. Oh, sorry. And then he ran away. <laughs> oh, you're Tom Hardy. <laughs> oh, you. Oh, sorry, Tom Hardy. Uh, okay, so, yeah, so they reanimate the head. The guy couldn't give a shit. Um, right. Meanwhile, the head blows up. Head blows up. They were able to contain they, they, it. They get it contained, yeah. though. <laughs> they get it contained. Everything's fine. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the android David is playing with the black goo, opens up the canister, like we talked about, has four weird Yeah, he's like containers. a teenager touching himself for the first time yep. with this container. He's very excited. Yep, very excited. He mm-hmm. gets one small droplet of the black goo on his finger, and we notice that the finger, he has a Whalen Utani like branded oh, yeah. fingerprint, which I, I like that little... Um, that little detail, I thought that was cool. Yeah, that was a sweet little nod. Yeah, and um, but yeah, but that goo then just sat there, a little drop, right? Just innocent, didn't little react, didn't do anything. Shiny goo. Yeah. Okay. And then he goes to Holloway. Now, why he chose Holloway, I don't know. Besides, he picked the biggest dickhead on the crew. <laughs> well, at Holloway, <laughs> yeah, which is what you do. Yeah, you go up to the big guy in the. In the playground, you punch him in the face. So I this know. is what he does. Yeah, well, and, and they've had a bad relationship because Halloway, is, for no reason, is just a dick to the synthetic. Like, they already have a rapport of Halloway just like, oh, 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 you're not a real boy. Blah, yeah. Screw you, dummy. That's why you don't be mean to people because they can grow up to be serial killers <laughs> like David turns out to be. Yeah, right. And so, yeah, Mo- Mopey... Charlie is Halloway, <laughs> is getting drunk. And so, you know, opportunity... Because we should interject here, has David gone off and talked? He Has he put his dream mask on and he's talking yeah, to someone yeah, and happens, you don't know who he's talking it, to? It, I think it happens sometime either right before this. I can't mm-hmm. remember if it's before he gets the canister or not and opens it up. But right. yeah, he wears his dream mask and he's talking to somebody. <laughs> I gotta get one of those dream masks. <sighs> and once again, it's another thing that shines light in your face. Right. It's all the rage. Uh, anyway, uh, he's talking to somebody we don't know who, a mysterious character. And when mm-hmm. he comes out, um, Charlie's throne is pissed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Asking, what did he say? What did he say? And he said, try harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows what that means? More mystery. You know, mm. We find out later, but who cares? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. We, we know that David is talking to somebody who's pulling his strings. Um, right. He gets the black goo. He goes to talk to Holloway, pours him a drink. The guy's already shit faced, mm-hmm. uh, but he 
once again, we talked about this. He asked for permission to kill him. It's like, what would you do? If you came all this way and you had to accomplish your task, what would you do? I'd kill anybody who got in my way or whatever he said. There's <laughs> never that. Me. It's just, what would you do? How far would you go? Yeah, I know. I'm would, yeah, Nico, yeah, I would just... do everything, anything. I would kill myself I would, I... with black goo. If I had to, David, <laughs> I don't want to be specific and bizarre because I know that makes exactly. no sense to me as a character right now. But that's that's how far I would go. But, I but would my drink my, goo. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I agree. It's hard to it's hard to swallow. But at the same time, it made me think that. Oh, he um, swallows it just fine. Yeah, exactly. But uh, it made me think that David had like a little bit of guilt doing this to another human being, which or, or not another human being to a human being mm-hmm. to because. A human. It almost seemed like he was trying to cleanse his conscience, conscious or right. his conscience. Yeah, uh, but yeah, why would he care? Well, you know, if he's just an android fulfilling a program, why didn't he just like here, drink this? And that's Aren't the you thing. Thirsty? You get a f- <laughs> <laughs> Don't you like liquid? Here, have Put some it pretzels, in you, dummy. <laughs> Put some other goop on these pretzels. Here, have some. <laughs> how many goops do like, I have? How I'm not. I'm not thirsty. What I could really go for is some. I don't know. Like a, I don't know, a, a hot pocket, and then you just see David like just fingering a hot pocket. <laughs> he hands it to him, and his fingers are deep inside of it. Just pull it off my fingers, Holloway. Jesus Christ! Uh, but anyway, yeah. So to your he, health, doctor. <laughs> drinks to his health. Here's mud in your eye. Uh, yeah, so get, Holloway's like, screw you, dummy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dumb, stupid robot. I'm just like, God damn it, fuck this guy. <laughs> You're like who am I rooting for? I yeah, guess exactly. the android. Who am I, I think. rooting for in this movie? <laughs> and like I, I, I'm on Shaw. I will say I like. Yeah. Uh, what is her name? Nuni Rapice, whatever. Uh, yeah. Shaw. Nomi Rapace. Yeah, whatever her name. She is. was very sympathetic. She just wasn't mm-hmm. a big part of the movie for some right. reason. Like they didn't. Almost like Ellen Ripley wasn't a big part of the movie in the beginning of Alien. Like if you watch sure. it, she's just like a a member, you know, just random ensemble right. cast. But that really made sense because her. you assumed she was gonna die. Yeah, you I thought, guess. Yeah, you thought Tom Skerritt was gonna live, and I think that was the trope that they were playing against. So they went, "Oh, we'll just we won't. She'll just be there." Oh, guess what? She's the one that lived. Yeah, but it Surprise. just doesn't work here. It just doesn't work here. I, I but liked... it doesn't work now because that's already been done. Yeah, right. exactly. There you go. Like... A, for whatever reason, it just didn't work. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so this guy he's trashed, and it's Christmas, and he wants to get some of that Christmas nookie. So him and mm-hmm. Shaw, you know. She's excited for something because she finds out about the DNA that they're they did whatever they did come from us or we are them or whatever. Right. So she's excited. She's she's, she's going holy shit. We've made the biggest <clears throat> discoveries ever. And he walks in all yeah shit faced with a rose <laughs> and he's like, I was gonna give this. I to was you, gonna give you when we found out uh, you know how to make new coke. <laughs> once we uh you know yeah the once our makers talked to us but all we did was actually maybe find our makers but they were dead so it's stupid it's stupid i'm over it yeah. uh let me get my beak wet yeah yeah so um yeah they do it and oh she it comes out that she after his faux pas yeah. <laughs> yeah after he slips up and makes her feel like shit because yeah. she can't have kids Oh, what, yeah, making what does he life, say? big Something deal. Like, Anyone can do that. Anybody I can't. Can. Oh, oh whoops. Sleeping like, yeah, on the couch douche, tonight. <laughs> God, this guy is just terrible. I'm, I can't and wait they to They just jumps him. on her and it works. He's like, let me just distract you with my body on yeah. you. 
And it so works. yeah, they so, don't even seem like they don't seem to have any chemistry. By the way, this, uh, these, there's no. You don't know why she, why either of them are into each other. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's just the, it's a classic Padme Anakin scenario. Yeah. You don't know why anyone They're just cares supposed about anyone. to. Yeah, be together. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So they have sex. Uh, the next morning, I don't know. Probably other things happen. Oh yeah, they lose contact with. Um, uh, oh, the pilot the is supposed to be the night. in communication with the guys that are having a camp out in the facility goes off to have sex with um, Charlie's yeah. throne yeah. Uh, and they're left alone um, there's something wrong with one of the sensors or they're spotting life there might be life in there they don't know Oh yeah, he jokes with the pilot. Jokes with them. Oh, there's. I don't know. We're picking up a life form, and they're like, yeah. "What? What do you mean?" They're freaking out. Uh, yeah. To the west, one click, and so they're like, "Well, we're going to the east." Yeah, and they're like, "Oh no, it just went away." And you're like, "Oh, we're still getting. Let's get out of here." Yeah, um, glitch. What's happening? Yeah. So, but they, so, yeah, so they fall, hightail it away yeah. from danger, straight into the chamber yeah, room. So let's go right to there. So they, uh, we, at some point during the night. They go to the chamber room, the the room they left initially, and they're like, hey, let's hang out in here. Um, and they see movement, and uh, what is that? It's one of the earthworms, now mutated and giant. It yeah. looks like a big... Uh, space cobra. Sp- yeah, kind of, there you go, space cobra. It looks kind of like a face hugger. It has a little bit of a vagina mouth. Um, mm-hmm. And it, you know, the biologist tries to touch it for some reason. It reaches right. out, grabs him, uh, wraps around his arm, <laughs> breaks his arm. The his his lover gets a knife, tries to cut off its head. He does cut off the head, but oh, it's muted, mutated, so it grows back another head. Just like I guess earthworms do, you know, right? Regrow. But like instantly, yeah. it grows a new head. Like it took two seconds. And you're like, oh. yep. And by the way, it- when he cut the head off, uh, it sprayed blood on. Uh, the the butch guy's face or helmet and mm-hmm. it melted his mask. Yep. So we have uh, acid blood. Yep. Callback. Yep. And uh, the worthworm goes into the suit of the other guy and goes down his mouth. <laughs> Which is wonderful. Yeah. All that's wonderful when that happens. And it's just like I, I don't that. know what's happening. <laughs> so I so I I think and and this was the crazy part is the guy that had the the worm thing goes in mouth you think okay well he's gonna get impregnated but no he's just dead right and the other guy that got his face melted a little bit and his face goes into the goo comes back Uh later and they're like okay i don't know what's going on here right he just yeah when they go send a search party they find uh worm worm mouth is there dead they roll him over and then they're looking in his mouth and you see a little tiny movement in his mouth and then it shoots out like a like a snake out of a oh yeah out of a pringles can but nothing happens um, with him right no he's just dead and the snake thing flies off and goes away and they get freaked out and then they're like where's the other dude nowhere to be seen yeah. okay whatever everyone forgets that guy ever existed for a while so yeah so we're jumping ahead but uh there's a very <laughs> confusing uh, thing there, and I have a bigger point to make about the alien. One frustration I do have about the aliens is you never know if they're gonna kill somebody and to eat them, or mm-hmm. to uh, do they always take people back to get cocooned? <clears throat> Not always, because sometimes they put their jaws through their heads, or yeah, or whatever. They kill them on the spot, so it's really inconsistent. Like it's true. 
I, yeah. I don't know what when they eat or if they are eating people or if they just killing to kill people. Because you would think that it would just reduce. hold its shit together, get a person impregnated. When the person dies, then eat it, right? Yeah. Like, wait till the chest burst, and then right. you can eat. If I was the queen, I, <clears throat> I, I would say, I can't stress this enough to all you idiot drones. Yeah. Don't eat till there's been a chest burst. <laughs> yeah. Do you want brothers? You well, do. And- that's the, that's the thing is like okay it's your one goddamn job is to spread us and uh, across the galaxy. I don't want to get it too far into it but uh yeah if they're if they need to collect people to use them as host you would think they would have less offensive weapons like claws and jaws and more like suffocating things like a like a boa constrictor like you mm-hmm. know kind of like the face hugger you know wraps itself around your head and like basically puts you to sleep you would think right. that's what the aliens would be doing, but no, they're set up to kind of just being vicious killing machines. Yeah, they're just crazy assholes. Crazy assholes, but they, they don't kill all the time. They kind of... Mm-hmm. Okay, I'd, that's just a one little like weird inconsistency with the whole the species. But maybe, of. you know, it, when it has to feed, it has to feed, and if it knows there's multiple hosts around, then it goes, okay, I can I can afford, here. yeah. Ah, I did just have a big meal. Mm. <laughs> guy looks scrumptious i don't know uh i know i need to this guy needs to go to an egg but oh boy look at him look that, at him, he, that guy's like a big mac this uh, is a quarter pounder with cheese uh yeah so so those guys die quote unquote and anyway we go back to the ship it's morning time uh and it was christmas by the way because there's more religious sim- right. uh, symbolism mm-hmm. or whatever uh Back at the ship, uh, Holloway, the jerk, wakes up, and he's like, hey, my eyes are red, and he goes and looks, and there's something coming out of his eye, like a little yeah, tentacle little or something. tiny worm thing, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, what is that? And they're like, oh, let's go back to the spaceship. It'll be fun. We haven't heard from we'll the two douches. Go back to the douches. pyramid. Yeah. yeah. Pyramid, sorry. <laughs> let's go find the other douches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, and, uh, you know, his girlfriend slash wife, I don't know. Uh, no, something's wife. up. His partner, I don't know. Yeah, they got uh, rings. They are married. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so that yeah. does make it. Uh, I don't want to get into it because well, she's, she's like, I, so she has to be married. So yeah. well, no, she's but she's like, yo, we just had around. sex yesterday, and I was like, you guys could have probably had sex two years ago before you, but got put in a stasis. <laughs> you know, and I assume that shit got slowed down. I don't know. It's. Uh, yeah. Too many questions. Yeah, okay. how horny are you when you come out of cryo? That's the big question. Yeah, she's like, I only had sex once. Uh, anyway, <laughs> they all go to the pyramid. Uh, they notice that the black goo is running all over the place. The murals are changing, and basically, mm-hmm. they're they've affected the room somehow. They've contaminated the place. Holloway gets more sick. They find the one dead body. Can't find the other guy, and they decide to head back. They head back and. Holloway is all fucked up, and Charlie's Throne will not let him back on the ship mm-hmm. uh, because he's sick. And then he's just—he's somehow cool with dying, and he's just like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'll die getting burned alive, sure." <laughs> yeah, she walks out with fire. And he he's not coming on my ship. They and, have yeah, they have just... shotguns. We've seen them, and yeah, right. other <laughs> But no, we're gonna—the most painful way to kill somebody: death by fire. Yeah. yeah. So he gets yeah, burned. Yeah, he just sidesteps, dances over to yeah. her, and goes, "Do it, do it, just bro!" Do it. And she has no <laughs> compunction; just does it. Yep. So he was just getting sick. He looked not great. All right, whatever. 
<laughs> he's dead. His wife is screaming. They're holding her down. Right. <laughs> yeah. Because her day just got a whole lot worse all of a sudden. Oh, yeah. it's going to get even worse. So my uh, husband got sick 20 minutes ago, and now he's on fire. Oh, I think it's. I think <laughs> this it's escalated quickly. Yeah. It's shortly thereafter. I think I can't remember when. The guy Fairfield or whatever Fifield comes back. It's a little. It's later on. Yeah, actually, but is it but, before yeah. or after the whole discussion with David? Because I think this is why she she's in the medical bay in the first place and gets examined. That by stuff's David. after. Well, I think why, it's literally right. after after she she does the C section. Oh, okay. So it's it's quite a bit later. Okay, so the next thing that happens is it she's getting examined by David. Yes. Okay. So she's- yeah, she wakes up, serene in white, laying on a white lit up counter, medical table, yep. and uh, and yeah, David's calmly over her, talking to her, remo- wants to remove the the her cross because it may yep. have been contaminated. She freaks out, grabs him, goes, "We need to test everyone if there was a contagion." Yada yada yada. And David goes, "Yeah, uh-huh. yeah sure." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, quick question: Have you bumped uglies lately? Essentially, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "Well, he's like, yeah, I don't want to be direct, but have you? You know, you're you're close with your husband who's dead now. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> by the way, uh, <laughs> don't worry, we put him in a vase and whatever. We'll do something oh, with the remains. Um, uh, have you slept with him? And she goes, uh, "But yeah, she, he reveals what? that he she's. Goes, oh, yes. how about that?" Because you're pregnant. Yeah. You're three months prego. And she goes, that's impossible. I can't have kids. Remember that scene a half hour ago? Yeah. And uh, and he goes, well, there's there's a, it's, it's, a, it's well, it's an unconventional <laughs> yeah. Uh, pregnancy. Fetus, yeah, or whatever. <laughs> or whatever he says. And she's going, what? Uh, let me see. And, and that's the, the best part of the movie. He's just yeah, like, like mm, I don't think no, that'd be a good idea. Think, yeah. Terrific. Anyway, she freaks out, but he drugs her. She passes out. And right. then later it cuts to some other workers, not David, uh, going to attend to her. People she in wakes, hazmat suits. Yeah, yep. She wakes up and kicks their asses and mm-hmm. runs as fast as she can to this surgical pod. Um, yeah, that's that meant was set just, up at the beginning yeah, of the movie. Meant yeah. just for me- a man, which we... That's in Charlie's Theron's chamber, which we've learned it's for Waylon when that gets, mm-hmm. you know, didn't make any sense at the time. It's only calibrated for a Spoiler man. Spoiler so alert. She can't, so she types in the <laughs> type in the the code for, you know, morning after. Or just or removing a foreign object from <laughs> yeah, the abdomen. That's what she she just go goes, to. okay, yeah, what would a bro call this? How do I mansplain <laughs> this ailment? Yeah. Uh, so she finally gets it done. It's very tense. Like she gets about. in the chamber. <laughs> it's wonderful. <laughs> it's wonderful. It is. If you it's see great... nothing, just uh... Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's so Take over the kids. top. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure is. Um, yeah. So, so the thing's it. taken out of her. It's a new kind of squid-looking thing, a big gray, fat squid-looking thing. Not that big, right? And and yeah, Burson is flapping around, and she's trying to get out, and it, the the machine's stapling her her hole up, and she slides out and runs frantic, 
Uh, can, By the way, she, she can run the after having her abdomen. Yeah, she's torn doing open. pretty damn well for having her guts ripped open and stapled back together ten seconds ago. Um, of course, no one followed her after she beat up a couple people. Yeah, they, uh, everyone just forgot concerned. about her and said, "Who cares?" So she's doing this whole scene. Nobody, nobody, you know. And she cares? stumbles into a room where nobody cares as well. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, straight out of this. She thinks she freezes the creature oh, yeah. in the stasis chamber, in the surgery chamber, or pod. And uh, and then, yeah, runs, and we discover, oh, Waylon is alive and on the ship. And here he is with some other people that I don't know if we've yeah, ever seen Yeah, where before. did those people come from? Were they yeah, in stasis as well? This, this right. movie did not do a good job of setting up who all the characters were. <laughs> now there's like four new people. You go, okay, whatever. That, yeah, you're like, okay, Spunkmire, that one's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pharaoh, Spunkmire. Pharaoh, Spunkmire. Okay, I can't keep... But yeah, I didn't see... It didn't. None of those people seemed familiar. So it seemed like right. there were like 10 people, whatever, or at least five people that were in stasis. Anyway, Waylon's But there. they're staring at her. Yeah, just <laughs> and staring she's at in her. blood with staples across her. Her gut. I think somebody goes and gives her like a a, a blanket or something. It's yeah, like, David go. takes off his little uh, lab coat and throws it on her like a gentleman. And uh, and then Wayland's just so, like yeah, doesn't Waylon's care what there, happened to her either. To I guess when you're a trillionaire, yeah. <laughs> nobody cares. And he's just like, hey, uh, what's up? Yeah. So like, what she's you like, you're alive. Here? Yeah. yeah. And, and he's going, well, I only had days left, so I've been frozen for all this time. Or in some sort of stasis. And he's and here to out, meet a maker. Yeah. Meet the yeah. maker and also it comes out later. Find out the, you know, Ponce de Leon looking for the spring of mm-hmm. eternal life or whatever. Yep. I don't want to die ever. <sighs> yeah. So, which I guess can kind of explain why he looks weird, not like a normal old person because he should have died way back when. But his daughter's not that old, so that's kind of confusing. Anyways. Yeah. And they're still, cons- I, I still don't know. They said that, that Charlie Sterone is not an android, but right. she could be. I mean, it's it's still a little ambiguous. She looks yeah. a lot like David. Uh, and she's right. very cold and mechanical, even though she's, you know, one of the characters, the guy, uh, Idris Elba, before he has sex with her, accuses her of her being a robot just to try to get into her pants. But mm-hmm. uh, she still might be a robot. Who knows? Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, they're all going to go to the ship and she's like, Hey, I just had a pretty devastating (laughs) operation. And he's like, whatever this is, we're going to go wake this guy up. (laughs) And she's like, I guess I got to go. And she just takes a bunch of drugs because the whole time she still thinks they're all dead. She's like, well, they're all dead. There's nothing to do here. And, and David goes, Oh, psych. Because we forgot that. There's so many fucking scenes in this movie. Yeah, yeah, by the way, that little life, um, when they would get a sensor, that one sensor, the little mapping sensor that would pick up a life form and it disappear, David goes, finds that door, because it's stuck, mm-hmm. it can't get in to a oh, door. Oh yeah, at some so point, this we, one little mapping we didn't talk about just this. standing there. He opens the door, because now he's just a whiz at doing everything in this alien complex, and uh, and boom. And that's our second alien holograph. Yeah, he finds he finds a, a sleeping guy. He finds a, a map room. Finds Earth mm-hmm. at the center of the map room. Right. Uh, so he found a guy. All right. So everybody's going to check out the guy. They want to wake him up. They're going to talk to him. We're trying to speed this along. So exactly. uh, they they get there. Uh, you know, the guy wakes up. He's like, "What the fuck." 
Um, and Waylon's trying to get David to talk to him. David can talk to him. Mm-hmm. And he's just, you know, telling him why he came there. Uh, Alien just looks at him, looks at David, picks David up, takes off his head, and then <laughs> smashes Waylon with the robot's head. And the other mm-hmm. people are quickly dispatched as well. Uh, right. Our heroine Shaw makes been it out. Ru- she's been yelling at them before this happens. Oh, like, yeah. She you know, wants who to are know. You? Yeah, Why did you make us? Well. Why do you hate us? Yeah. yeah. But she doesn't know how to translate. She does. She doesn't have a robot to translate for her. Just being, mm-hmm. just yelling. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Then, yeah the, shit goes the, down. Shit goes down. Engineer doesn't like people. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> Not a people reason. person. <laughs> Not a people person, surprisingly. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, and he starts to uh, do some things, and we learn that it's a spaceship. Um, oh, yeah, and before Nooney or uh, Elizabeth Shaw took out to uh, head out, the captain, who I guess was ex-military, is like, this is WMDs. Uh, I don't, mm-hmm. There's no way, you know, that's why they don't live here. This is just a facility. They're not going to make nuclear weapons close to where they live. Um, right. You know, so he lays it out with a pretty good theory that we uh, can assume is probably true. Um, we don't know. But um, so he's right. warning against it. She realizes that it's a spaceship that she's he's gonna go back to Earth because that's where I guess they were gonna go anyway, or that's what mm-hmm. uh, David thought. Yeah, David had figured out their destination was Earth, full of these canister, this black right. goo. To, that to, is no to, good. Oh know, yeah, we assume, and we forgot wipe out humans. <laughs> yeah, because mm-hmm. another quick thing that is almost a throwaway scene, uh, Fifield comes back to the ship and they, they say, oh, five fields outside. And they go, uh, it's just a bag of bones or whatever, or a pile of <laughs> yeah, flesh. A pile of costume, yeah. And five field stands up and he's a superhuman fast zombie thing. Like mm-hmm. a rage zombie from 28 Days Later, I think is like the best way to describe him. Right. Uh, and he hurts a lot of people, no names, but they um, eventually yeah, deformed, set him on fire but, and yeah. shoot him a bunch of times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So black goo is bad. <laughs> now black goo. What can the goo do for you? Nothing good, I guess. Now. Yeah. Nope. So it's so you're just confused by what the blue uh, the black goo can do, but the consensus now is it's bad. So, uh, yeah. yeah so Nooney says, "Hey, uh, they're taking off. They're heading to Earth. You need to stop them." The pilot goes, "All right, we're gonna ram. You guys can get out of here." And the these two idiots are like, "No, we want to die too." <laughs> oh, right. Well, Charlize Theron has been watching all this. Her and dad she, dies. She's like, "We're yeah. going home. That's it. Pull oh, the plug yeah. on She's this like, one. Fuck it. Let's get out." Yeah, uh, and and then the ship, the the alien ship, starts uh, taking off. And yeah, and uh, Shaw's yelling to the ship, going, "Oh, there's, this guy's going to go to Earth. Yeah. You got to stop him. There's going to be no home to go to if we don't stop this ship." Yeah. So and uh, so yeah, Idris Elba goes, "Okay, yep. I'm committed to <sighs> so, saving humanity." Yeah, I can understand maybe him doing it because he had that freak out scene with Elizabeth Shaw earlier. But the two mm-hmm. pilots, it's just dumb. And, right. you know, people are saying it's just to be, you know, they put their arms up and they're all three getting crucified, um, you oh, know, at the right, same right, time, right. like Jesus and the two guys. Uh, but mm-hmm. he, before this, Charlie Sterone takes off, tries to save her own life because she's like, I don't want to be part of the suicide pact. So she gets out in a lifeboat, um, which mm-hmm. I guess was a plod or whatever. Where that had yeah, the medical with, bay with the uh, mm-hmm. surgery tube. Anyway, she lands on the planet surface. She gets out for whatever reason. I can't remember why. She's running around with Nooney. Well, because she gets launched per- separately. So she's trying to run to her life oh, pod okay. that has two years oh, yeah, of life. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay, so 
So the med pod gets sent out before she's inside it, which yeah, uh, you just wait, just get to the med pod and launch the med pod at the same time. I know. Uh, I he sets down the med pod and then she has to like take a, I don't know, some kind of rocket tube little ejector down. seat thing. Yeah. yeah, right. Jesus, this sounds <laughs> just saying all this out loud is ridiculous. <laughs> it's yeah, there's just so much, too much stuff, too many notes. Yeah, it's uh. just, it, but it's a, that's the thing. It's about it's not a. I feel like we could have talked about aliens faster. Um. I don't know. Uh, so, sure. uh, so, uh, so the juggernaut is falls to Earth or the whatever the planet. Uh, and oh yeah, rolls yeah. Prometheus like a, smashes into it. Yeah, Prometheus smashes you into think it. The, stops it you from think flying. everything blows up? No, nope. no. The donut ship, the, the donut ship is fine, but it so. still lands, hits the ground. Now Shaw and Charlize Theron are now running for their lives as this donut slowly rolling <laughs> towards them, and they don't run left uh, or right. Uh, and right. Charlie Theron gets crushed, whereas mm-hmm. <laughs> Shaw doesn't run left or right either. But she just gets magically saved yeah. by a big rock, um, and yep. the thing falls over. Whatever. Um, she goes to the med pod, I guess, for whatever reason, because she's her maybe visor is cracked. She needs air. I don't know. Yeah, she she's to got the, two minutes the, of air left, so she has yeah. to run to the life pod. Life. Raft. She gets to the life yes. pod, and David's like, "Hey." Uh, she she finds out that the thing she thought was uh, dead, taken out of her, is inside a room. Mm-hmm. Locked and, in that same yeah, room, with, in the, that room with the yep. medical pod. And yep. and it's a giant now. Yes. And she and, goes, oh uh, boy, David's that's head. scary. <laughs> big boy. You're going to be a big boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, David's head radios and says, hey, he's on his way and he's pissed. Uh, so right. the engineer shows up in the life pod uh, and throws Shaw around, about to kill her. Shaw opens the door with the tentacle baby. Tentacle baby wraps up the engineer and shoves something down his throat and falls asleep on top of him. Mm-hmm. Similar to a face hugger, Shaw gets out of there, um, gets David's body, s- says she wants to continue looking for their maker. Uh, David said, Hey, there's other ships here. I think I can pilot them and I think we can find our way. Let's do it. So mm-hmm. they take off. Uh, meanwhile, back on the lifeboat, uh, the, the engineer convulses and a alien proto alien comes out of him mm-hmm. yep. and screams. The deacon, <laughs> as they called it. The deacon. Yeah, that I didn't even realize that was a thing until I started researching uh, for this. Right, um, it looked like I had a deacon hat on or something, but uh, yeah. So it pops out. You get a real. Oh, it is an alien movie. Just in case kind you weren't of. sure, right? <laughs> it's just a really mess. Sure. Like, it, yeah. just talking about it now. It's it's just a fucking mess. Like, There's so much that happens. It asks. It 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 creates too many questions and too many right. open ended things, um, which is I think just kind of classic Lindelof. <clears throat> Yeah, and lost, I mean, you can bring up you know, a lot of these things. You just have to answer a few of them or have like a thread that we can all follow. Mm-hmm. Like you can have loose right. ends, I guess, but it's just the amount, the sheer amount yeah. of loose ends. Plus, we don't really know. It's not what comes out of the engineer is not a xenomorph. Right. Or it's just, it's a, yeah, it's different. It's different. Right. It's like, okay, fine. Mm-hmm. 
which is because because the alien is known through the different movies of looking different depending what the host was right so that has been established and this too i i for me i thought this is um just a different strain like right. it, it can happen many different ways because the face hooker uh was actually birthed out of Shaw that right. it made for a different face hugger, meaning it would be a different alien, you know? So I mean, okay, fine. You know, these things can look a million different ways depending what happens. So, well, so let's uh, just get into the meat of that. Let's start, let's start right there and let's answer that question. So I agree with you. I think mm-hmm. this is just the black goo makes strain strains of, uh, xenomorphs, uh, you know, or things that could turn out to be the xenomorph, and the xenomorph is just one branch in that mm-hmm. evolutionary chain. But the, the what right. what throws a monkey wrench in that is that it's not like they the the statues that we had inside the ship were xenomorphs with eggs and face huggers. Mm-hmm. So the xenomorphs existed in the past, right? That, and they have yeah, something to exactly. do with the black goo that that form. So it's not like. Uh, you know, uh, you yeah, know they I'm haven't saying? evolved yet, right? Yeah, exactly. it's not like they haven't evolved yet, right? Like we're seeing an evolution, but that mm-hmm. evolutionary strain doesn't necessarily have anything to do with the xenomorph that we meet in Alien, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um. So now we have Alien Covenant coming up. Yes. Yep. And uh. And we get um, a prologue scene that I don't know if well, yeah, pretty much we 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 find out what David's been up to. With All right, Shaw. so this is a spoiler alert. I get this. This seemed like if it's not in the movie, that's crazy. <laughs> I know, but you know what? After the Prometheus, this could not be in the movie. Who knows? You know? Yeah, they're calling this a prologue, but it seems like it picks up right where Prometheus ends. Yeah. So let's you yeah, take it's us where, real it's quick, where you want to pick up highlights. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you get a rundown from David that these are you know the the ship Prometheus that mission has failed. The ship is gone. The crew is dead except for Shaw and him. He has had his head reattached by Shaw, who is still showing compassion to this weirdo freaking android. They're like weird buddies now. Um, time is passing. They're charting their way, figuring it out. Um, he puts her into stasis, uh, and they're going to go find these these dudes, and they're going to get their answers. And um, And, you know, for her... It's like, what if they're, are you know? I hope they're not worse than us or something. I hope they're not, you know. What if they're bad and and David has some very telling line like, "Well, I I, I hope they're no worse than humans." He doesn't expect them to be great, but he, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have high regard for humans aside from Shaw, which you know. Um, yeah, he says you've you're, you you so, show the most compassion to me out of anybody else. Right. Yeah, she has treated him like he's a being worth respect. Um, right. Which no one else can Not like do. her, yeah, her husband, douchebag. <laughs> right. And so um, so the, you see that they go to the, presumably the engineer's uh, planet, and they dock up with this weird thing in the sky. The ship docks up. You see this big city. It's a big circular square below. 
what looks like hundreds, if not thousands of bodies, people, little tiny people are running, congregating. And you see uh, like a hangar bay open up um, or a little, uh, I don't know, a little circle opens up at the bottom of the ship. And mm-hmm. all these black canisters are there. And David's standing over it with a very kind of dour look on his face. And he says, what? Behold ye mighty. And yeah, something, something cryptic yeah, like basically saying, I'm going to fuck all you guys up. Um, yeah. <laughs> so presumably <laughs> he drops all the payload and murders an entire civilization or at least a city. Yeah, right. Yeah, this planet gets fucked real quick and drops it all on them. Yeah. Presumably they all blow up or whatever happens to them. You know, like the beginning of Prometheus, they right. all get, you know, torn apart by the goo. Right. Um, and, and then, presumably Shaw and David, they stay there or crash their plane or the, the they, they right. decide to stick around. This so, plan. yeah. So the prologue, that's all that's shown there. And then in the other trailers, you see that, oh, there's there's uh, the first human settlement is heading off to this Earth-like planet to repop to populate this new planet exciting exciting this is this mission with you know these people have zero connection to prometheus anything that happened in that previous movie and also i guess it should be noted that that was like a very secretive mission the prometheus mission you know nobody really probably knew about it unless you were on the ship right so so that was secretive no one knew now there's a new host of people going to this planet that they think is fine uh yeah and so they get there, and it happens. Oops! Here's uh, Shaw and David's ship is crash landed on this planet, and what's going on? And inside the ship seems to be eggs. And right. oh boy, now it's a now it's an alien movie. Yeah, and we see more semi-alien creatures. I would say like aliens mm-hmm. that are further along in the evolutionary path that yeah, gets to xenomorph. Look- very tight to the other yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. But we don't see an actual xenomorph, or maybe we do. It kind of looks like a xenomorph yeah. in the that one scene, the the, the tube where the, mm-hmm. the alien's hopping around like from the alien's movie. Right. Um, yeah, it's definitely, in this one, you have Egg, you have Facehugger, as you're used to, and you yeah, have she definitely has more or less, it's a little bit different variation, but it's, but it's alien, as you know it, yeah. Right, and Which again, it I guess like if it's, it's if it's engineer aliens as opposed to a human alien, so that's why it looks a little different. Maybe they're who larger. Knows? Who knows? Who knows? Like, all right. So one thing that um, <laughs> let me ask you this: so people in the uh, I guess I started watching a lot of YouTube videos um, lately, getting ready for the the new movie, and people are commenting on the mm-hmm. what makes the the xenomorph that we know different is its biomechanical nature that it has like metal teeth kind of like wolverine you know wolverine was mm-hmm. just a guy that had bones coming out of his hands but then with the aid of science now he has metal for bones and mm-hmm. they're saying that like these tubes and things like that were you know it's kind of a synthesis of organic and mechanical i mean that's definitely right. all over um Geiger Geiger's work, but I assumed right. it was it just looked mechanical and it was all organic. Right, um, that that was just mm-hmm. like because it's kind of in a, a way lot of people theorize you, know, you pull that, out our esophagus, it'll look like, yeah. right. Yeah, it, it looks. I don't. Yeah, exactly. It looks like machinery. Essentially. It's still, it's tubes. But a lot of people are saying that shapes. But yeah, he, 
Right. A lot of people are saying that it's not the fully weaponized xenomorph that we're seeing. Like the one that attacks the mm. uh, Danny McBride plane is definitely mm-hmm. different, not full on alien creature. I don't yeah, know. Maybe. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, let's right. just sum it up and let's talk about our hopes and fears for this, the, the new movie that's coming up. Sounds good. So, yeah. Um, 40% pro. 60% anti. <laughs> Is that how you feel going into this new movie? Same way you felt uh, with Prometheus? This one, I, you know what? When I saw some of the first trailers for this, when it would just look like a mix between alien and aliens yeah. on a kind of Earth-like world, I said, and and seeing that it was Danny McBride was in it right. and James Franco for some amount of the movie, I said, oh, this might just be a send-up. This might be Ridley yeah. Scott just saying, fuck it, I'm going to have fun. And kind of laugh about the genre. And so for me, that's where I started with this was going, oh, I guess none of the interesting things from Prometheus are maybe going to exist in this. Maybe this is just going to be a, you know, aliens killing people flick. And so I had pretty low standards. Um, Now I think I'm I'm a little, I'm hoping that there's more to it and there's more with the, uh, with the other storyline. Yeah. But we'll see. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, uh, I really hope it's not reactionary. Uh, that mm-hmm. you know, Ridley Scott got all the bad press from Prometheus, and it's like, well, I'll make it more like an alien movie, and I'll cram this shit in here because that's almost that almost seems worse, right? Than um, just going forward with his original crazy ass vision, whether whatever that vision is. I don't. Oh know. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you don't want uh, a director going second-guessing and changing his direction because his first direction wasn't loved. Yeah, that's like the worst thing. (laughs) Yeah, Because that's not going to make anything great either. You go, why then are you going to keep making these if if you're unsure of yourself? So, I mean, he stated that there's still answers to come, not necessarily in this movie, but in the next one or Uh. the one after that. So potentially there's at least one, if not two more movies that will then lead us into Alien. And then we can say, now we know the tale of Bilbo Baggins and the Facehuggers. That's my, this is my problem with a lot of franchises is they have to make everything tie together. They don't do enough like what ifs. You know what I mean? Like we can like, you know, Mm. the only character that we need, we don't need Ellen Ripley. We just need the alien. Like, right. This can mm-hmm. like the alien outbreak can happen in a different scenario. Like you know, they it, it's that cliche of you know it's Die Hard on a train, <laughs> it's Die Hard on a, a you know yeah, in right. a preschool like or whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But Die Hard is the thing that you know would make this consistent. So I I really don't mm-hmm. care to know how we got the xenomorph. That doesn't interest me. Like it, you know, what's great about terrifying mm. things not knowing about them. You know, never guessing at him and sure. not yeah, ever mystery. finding out why. And maybe, yeah, the mystery of it. And and obviously, maybe that's what that's going to happen. Maybe it's just going to be, hey, guess what? Your mis- your this mystery will never be solved. You'll never know. Um, mm-hmm. Which I would be know. a great f you to everyone, where he's just like, ha ha, yeah. you watched three <laughs> I taught or four you guys movies. A life lessons. <laughs> you learn <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Screw off. Uh, Nobody knows anything. We all die. Good night. And that's, that's, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, this was, 
a long time talking about this this movie. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was a mess. But obviously, we're both fans. We're looking forward ish mm-hmm. to this new Prometheus two uh, Alien Covenant. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And I guess uh, we'll you're gonna be back, right, to talk about the movie once yeah. we see it, and we'll yeah. give you our review. We'll talk all spoilers. It'll be great. So if anybody's listening to this, thank you for listening. Uh, once again, what are the names of those podcasts so they can check you out? Uh, Smoking Hot Nerds. Mm-hmm. And well, not so much a podcast, but just a review YouTube. Uh, Kylo's Corner is the yep. channel. YouTube channel. Yep. Kylo's Corner. Excellent. And uh, yeah, you guys can check out, you probably, I've already checked out uh, Ashamed of Thrones and The Shameful Dead, which will be back when uh, Walking Dead ever comes back on. Uh, shameful or the shame of thrones is still going on. We're doing a uh rewatch of the entire series and it's grueling. <laughs> I don't recommend it. <laughs> no, All right, Yowza. thank you very much. Yeah, thank you very much, Rico, for being on. And uh, yeah, I'll talk to you and yeah, no uh, problem. when we uh, when we do the review for the next movie, okay, awesome, Alien Doug. Covenant. All right, take Alien care. Covo. Yeah, have a good one.